I feel like all those were really great experiences for me and I feel like I developed a lot in those years and then by the time I was with Sophia and Wes and like my last few years I was like top of my game like yeah. ready to go you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and so yeah I loved I loved Lone Star I feel like I was out there when I didn't need to be like I was there all the time yeah. <laughs> even like yeah, over yeah, breaks yeah. I would try to just come out and like hang out with yeah. everyone just yeah. like because I just loved being out there and everything but yeah, yeah I think for me it was really great like that beginning like transition was a little hard at first but sure. then after that like talk, let's talk a little bit about like some of the uh, the differences between really being a field player and being a goalkeeper like I mean obviously there's the, the, the obvious one is you're not in the field playing you're not yeah. running as much you can use your hands but like speak to it from a training perspective like how does the training go in practice you're not are you with the team or are you without the team like especially in lone yeah. star scenarios right yeah lone star so we would usually have like beginning i guess of practice i'd go over with the goalkeeper coaches and have maybe like 20 30 minutes of just like training like Actual goalkeeper goal specific yeah. and then we would head over with the team and even then i would do some like field player stuff like if they were doing small side stuff i'd be on the field and which i think really helped my footwork in yeah. the long run for yeah. sure like yeah that was probably the best i've been with my feet and then we'd go into, like, games where I'd be in goal and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, like, once you get into college, it's different. But, sure. but yeah, I think that it was good. It was yeah. enough. And then, like, I think the adjustment of not being on the field, like, I think goalkeeper is just, like, a completely different, like, position mentally and, like, physically as that's, well. But, yeah, like, no, no, speak to that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that there's there's a big difference in what your brain has to kind of process right. and deal with versus what a field player has to deal with. Yeah, and I think for me, I'm, I think I'm still learning to, like, adjust to it and kind of work on it because I'm a very, like, competitive, like, I want to do everything I can. Like, I will take losing to heart. Like, I'll yeah. take a goal scored on me to heart. Like, that's me. Like, so I think I've had, I still to this day work on it, but um, trying to adjust to the mental side of, like, it can't always be just my fault that, like, a goal happens. Like, there's 11, 10 people in front of me that it has yeah. to get through before. Correct. And then, yeah. like, yeah. just managing that piece, I think, has still been something that I've had to work on. And then I think being a goalkeeper, like, you have to – you're talking to everyone in front of you, which is the entire team. And so Correct. then you're kind of like – I get this – people tell me a lot that the goalkeeper is kind of like a quarterback on, like, a football team. Yeah, and I the way that, that they, like, that. direct the people in front of them and kind of – talk to them and do stuff like that so I think it's becoming more of an, an adjustment to be more of like a leadership piece when not being like a captain or not being because most coaches don't really like goalkeepers well, be captains like fair enough and yeah. whatever but I think it's having to learn how to manage being like a captain and not a captain like role well, I think it's interesting because like you have to speak to literally every other player on the right team. like whether it's an outside back or center back or center like you can see from that position, and I remember coaching, you know, early on games with like Junior Academy, where we would that first game of the season, we would coach from center back, yeah, right, right in front of the goalkeeper or right next to the goalkeeper. So you can literally see all of the shape mm -hmm. that's going on, all the tactical positioning that needs to happen. If people are too tight or too short or too deep or too wide or too narrow, yeah, like so, you have to be able to communicate to every one of them where. A field player may only have to deal with the people that are in their immediate kind of right. area, whether yeah. it be you know on the, on the same side of the field or in the center. But an outside back's not necessarily speaking to another outside back mm -hmm. as much, or a, the opposing winger, right? Yeah. So, like you have to be able to talk to every one of them, and and that's ten different people, mm -hmm. ten different personalities, ten different roles to yes. play. So you have to be able to maybe even communicate. Person that, so like well, yeah, because people types. take things differently. We yeah. had that conversation in college, too, I feel like, with 
being able to like people take criticism differently or direction differently like your tone of voice like the way yeah. you whatever during just game settings and things like that and so yeah it's been an adjustment trying to especially in college when people are older and they're able to like tell you they, what yeah. they like and don't like and yeah. how they respond to things like that but i think yeah adjusting to doing that and then i think it builds your soccer iq because you have to know like how to well, <laughs> direct people tactics. and yeah, what's yeah. happening and and things like that and then the mental piece of just like if a goal gets scored on like letting that go and continuing to be able to like finish the game yeah um at the top of your game because it just i used to really get, i mean i would like no, break down sure. during games when i was younger Absolutely. i know y'all yeah. saw it yeah. like i still and so now there's a level of responsibility that i think is just elevated in your position as the last line right right and then because you're not necessarily thinking it's got to go through 10 of the players mm -hmm. first, right? It's the fact that, like, you're standing on the yeah. line no, and it goes past you, now to... right? And, yeah, you're 20-something years yeah. old, and you're like, I'm still processing that it's not my fault yeah. necessarily if this is going in, right? <laughs> yes. Like, it's, yeah, that's, that's a, whereas it's a center forward doesn't have anywhere near the same level of mental, uh, you know, responsibility that that right. happened 30, 40, 60 yards away from me. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> definitely a lot of responsibility yeah. involved. But I still have a way. I feel like it's goalkeepers definitely for me. I love hitting the ground and doing those crazy, like, saves that everyone yeah. freaks out about. Like, I love all that stuff, so I couldn't imagine, like, I couldn't imagine being on the field anymore. But, but yeah, I think it's, it's, an, it's a balance of, like, the fun side of it and then, like, the mental side and having to, like... Well, and I think to that point about being able to hit the ground and stuff like that, like, and how that coincides with the level of responsibility, mm -hmm. right? You have an elevated sense of responsibility, which ties into the fact that you're willing to do things right. physically that other people on the field are not willing <laughs> to do in order to keep the ball from crossing right. the line, in order to keep your team in a position to win the game, right? Mm -hmm. So if you don't have both of those things, like, yeah. one of the, those things are hand in hand, mm -hmm. right? You don't get that sense of, like, I'm willing to sell out everything every ounce of my body to do this and not also have the sense that it's my problem yeah. it's my responsibility yeah. it's my fault if something goes wrong mm -hmm. right because those things don't happen exclusively right, right? They, they, they they're coming together at that mm -hmm. point your, your heightened sense of responsibility over the years has grown and therefore your willingness to sell out your body to do anything it takes to keep the ball from right is, is grown with that right? for sure yeah, yeah. definitely um so Lone Star obviously was, was a massive piece of it. Um, having worked there myself, obviously know all the coaches are talking about quality people, fantastic stuff. Um, let's talk a little high school. Yeah. Uh, we went to high school after, obviously, we went to high school, played high school soccer. Let's talk about a little bit of the balance between club, high school, maybe levels of differences, similarities from like the style of play or even like uh, the, the level of play. Right. Um, the successes you had, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I played for Hendrickson my freshman year, okay. right before DA started, and yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was so much fun, and I had Rainy Reby, and she, I mean, probably the most fit I've ever been in my entire life. But um, no, it was a great experience, and we ended up winning state, which was really big. Awesome. And I mean, yeah, that was like a dream. I feel like I still try to like. It feels like a dream at this point, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, and then I ended up being able to get the MVP for the state tournament, which was really cool, and I was not expecting that at all. I was yeah. expecting, like, a Brie Hunter to be called, and I was yeah, so excited, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it was super fun, and um, the level's definitely different, I think, from club, um, at least on my team specifically, sure. and then 
like once we started playing teams from like the Houston Dallas area, which obviously those are girls that I play against in club, club yeah. that's when the level was definitely like closer to club yeah. for sure. But yeah. um, no, it was such a fun experience, and I think it gave me that piece of like we did small sided stuff every day, like to goal, which is my favorite, yeah. and a lot more like scrimmages and things like that, which you don't always get in club because you're having to worry about every other piece of yeah. like building the team and the the way the team builds from the back and just all the different things that go into club yeah but with high school you can kind of have more fun and and uh, work on things like that so then I got a lot of my like speed and and quickness and like reaction stuff from there and so okay. that like okay. really helped and um yeah it was really fun just my freshman year and then we started DA after that so and with DA like you know the job academy right you can't play both. Yeah. Like, you have to play one or right. the other. Right. Like, I was, yeah, I was very sad about that. My, yeah. my principal begged me for the next three years to come I back and play. But, um, but yeah, it was very fun. And I mean, obviously, it was kind of one of those things that was like a dream come true in the one year that I got to play. So, yeah. obviously, I'd love, I would have loved to like go back and play, but it very much ended the way that <laughs> you, everyone well, no, wants exactly. it to, you know? You're one so and done. can't right? ask like, for anything more. I went out for a year. We had yeah. a lot of fun. We won state. I'm in yeah, so it was it was so much fun. I loved high school and I made so many good friends. I still have a friend who when I was a freshman she was a senior goalkeeper and, and I ended up coming in and, and we just I thought she wouldn't like me and yeah. <laughs> I was very worried about that, but we're best friends and we still talk to this day That's and cool. and so I made so many great friendships and there's actually the alumni game coming up of course this coming week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, Are you coming? And I was like, Sure and my coach her, or my old coach from like middle school, her husband's the head coach there now at Hendrickson. Okay. And she was like, my daughter said though that you're not allowed to play. And I was like, oh, okay, then I'll just come watch. And I'll just, I'll I'll just present. Yeah. I'll sit but, in the sidelines and hang out. But yeah, so it's been really cool. And, and I still go back and visit and yeah. see the little banner on the side of our building and, cool. and all the good stuff. That's but, cool. But yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, um, before we kind of move along, let's, let's kind of stay in like your youth career. Um, I want to get a little bit of anecdotal kind of storytelling on family and how it interacted with soccer. So let's talk about your mom a little bit. Let's talk about like the support system you had in youth soccer. Like yeah. how did how did that work? You know, as far as who drove to practices, yeah. mom, sisters, like uh, you know, maybe some fun stories that go along with that. You know, how did you guys do meals, snacks? Like, talk a little bit about like, you know, being being a high level youth athlete takes a lot of support as right. I'm learning through all these interviews, right? right? So, and it's different. Like, there are different nuances for everybody. So, talk a little bit to that. Yeah. So mine was a little different because um, my sisters are a lot older than me, mm -hmm. 15 and 17 years yeah, that's, older. That's, so that's they were basically yeah. already out of the house by the time I was born. Yeah. So they were kind of already a little bit more out of the picture, I feel like, at that point, starting families, finishing college, all those good stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really just me and my mom. My parents divorced when I was young. And so growing up, it was always me and her. So she did everything. Yeah. And um, living off her teacher salary, like, I mean – we needed some help sometimes and, and that's when people like Chad Brown come in yeah. and the Brown family in general and, and Matt Manu Casano and, and all those great people that like became that kind of extra yeah. support system that yeah. my mom couldn't always, you know, fill. It's just her and yeah. me. And so yeah. there's a lot I feel like that goes into God's sports and school and just everything. And so they were 
they were those people that would help me. They'd drive me to practice sometimes. I remember Chad bought my first pair of goalkeeper gloves for me because my mom couldn't afford them at the time. And like, I, I mean, yeah, brought like brought them to the house. I remember like vividly. He came over and brought my first pair of gloves. And I mean, I think we still have them to this yeah, day. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. my mom kept them because yeah, that's yeah. just that's what she would do. Yeah, <laughs> but that. yeah, so like people like that like very much helped build me and like yeah. we would I would not have been able to stay in Lone Star and in in the path that I went on without those people yeah. and even without Lone Star in general like yeah. all the people there my coaches like the support staff there like everyone took care of me and and my mom in our situation and so um yeah for us I mean those people are just like saving graces to yeah. this, I mean to this day like so, they yeah. um but yeah and so growing up my mom tried to do as much as she could but obviously like she taught as well and so yeah. chad would take me monty would take me yeah. um once i got old enough obviously i would take over from there yeah. and um my mom reconnected with my stepdad back in my i guess middle school years and they got married and then um he got diagnosed with brain cancer in middle school for me and so then um she was obviously having to go back and forth from Houston, sure, so then I, sure. I would have to jump in the car with, again, whoever else was yeah. available on the soccer team, Brielle Gomez, like, Abby Allen, like, all yeah. those people, um, and, you know, they would take care of me, I'd go spend the night with them for a few nights, they'd take me to do whatever I needed to do, and yeah. um, all the games and things like that, and so, yeah, I think, oh my god, there's just been so many people that aren't even in my family that I think, yeah. I mean, you, like, everyone, yeah. like, there's so many people in my, like, outside of my family that have become like yeah. my family and it's my support family. system because yeah. Yeah. there just aren't many of them yeah. in my family and yeah. then the ones that were were busy and my mom yeah. had things and and all that good stuff so yeah i think oh my gosh I mean, it's still i mean it's like and I, I recall so like when you graduated i was no longer coaching we were still training but the letter that yeah you guys is it you crap was it she write it for she wrote, and, yes. and, and, and uh, basically for, for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and it was, I don't know, four, three, four pages yeah. long. And it was, Wes got it. Originally. I was going to say, she gave that to She gave it to Wes. Yes. But he literally was good enough because he's awesome, right? He, I know he sent that on to all of us yeah. that were including that, that letter. That letter was, you know, four pages basically of, like, gratitude yeah. for helping my daughter and helping our family get to this point. And it's just... The stories, it's just one of those awesome feel-good stories where you're like, yeah. this 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 great family needs help, and you have this awesome community of, like, friends, teammates, coaches, support people around that are just willing to, like, do the little things yeah. to help out, and then you end up going down the road that you've been going down, uh, there was no, amazing, And right? there was no way that would have been possible without yeah. everyone, and so yeah. it's definitely, like... It's something that you just have to give credit to all the time. Like, especially now as I'm, like, going through college and getting to do all these amazing things and, and whatever, like, it wouldn't have been possible yeah. at all. So yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's let's jump out into college or, uh, or even recruiting, right? Let's go there first, right? So going through high school, when did you actually start? Because your process would have been what? Junior year? Yeah, well, so I didn't know that rule wasn't in place any, uh, yet. Correct, right? So I was being recruited by my eighth grade yeah, freshman year. It wasn't a rule yet. Yeah. yeah, so I was getting recruited by some schools by eighth grade and going on visits and stuff, which I it feels insane now. Yeah, right. And um but yeah, and then freshman year by that point I was very much going to camps and talking to coaches on a daily basis and 
um, doing things like that. And then by the end of my sophomore year, I was I was ready to make that decision. And a lot of the girls on my team at the time had already made that decision. Yeah. And so I thought I was late. Yeah, Being yeah, a sophomore yeah. in high school, I thought, which is... Which is insane. <laughs> yeah. Which is insane. No, I thought yeah. I was like late yeah, to the yeah. process. No so way. I was like, all right, no I got to get, I got to get going because yeah. Yeah, yeah. everyone else is already good to go. Yeah. But yeah. And so then by the, I think like April or May of my sophomore year, I was, I was already committed and, and knew where I was going. And yeah. so then by there, I was just kind of continuing to yeah. play and, yeah, and yeah, master yeah. the craft yeah, until yeah, I went yeah. into college. But who all were you speaking to during that time frame? Yeah. So I think. The first place I remember ever going to and like ever visiting in eighth grade was Oklahoma. Okay. And um, and so that was super cool. And they were very like, they were very nice, especially because it was my first time. I like yeah. back then I was very shy and would not <laughs> have a conversation at all. And so I was just like mute. I feel like the whole time. <laughs> and they were like, um, so you can talk you like can, every, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, they were my first. And then um, freshman year, sophomore year, I was. Talking to people like Texas State, um, Auburn, Alabama, yeah, yeah. Um, some other like smaller schools in Texas, SFA, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. UCF, like right yeah, towards yeah, the yeah. end of my recruitment, which yeah. was pretty cool. And yeah. then, um, yeah, I think for the most part by that point, and I, yeah. again, like I think if I would have waited a little bit longer, I might have had more like. Um, talk but yeah, again I thought months, I thought it's six months later I thought yeah, sophomore year was, was really late right? and yeah, so yeah um but it's amazing yeah. how that changes like, I know especially now with the rules in place where they can't talk yeah until junior year. junior year right mm-hmm. which it shortens your window of time but at the same time like you have you're older to make that decision yeah and I feel like that's such a prime time to like like it's such a good time to talk to coaches yeah I feel like when you're so young like I don't know, people just develop in those years, like, and just could be a completely different player by Absolutely. the time they're in college, like, I don't know, I just feel like now looking back, it's like, that was insane to think that freshman and sophomore year was, like, yeah. was <laughs> late, like, was and late I was, like, decide. stressed yeah. that I wasn't, like, committed yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, and so then by the end of sophomore year, I committed to Auburn, and, um, had just been playing Lone Star by that point yeah. and going to some of their camps every once in a while and meeting some of the girls from my class and yeah. and just going on the visit yeah. every once in a while watching their games and stuff. But, um, yeah, just going through showcases and, and just continuing to talk to them on a daily basis. And then my, what was it, senior, senior year? December. Yeah, December. December. <laughs> Six so months before December. I go into college. I, I remember where yeah. I was and I remember getting the text mm-hmm. from you because I was going to dinner with my wife. We were going to, it was their staff dinner mm-hmm. from, from Connolly yeah. High School. We were going to, we were actually in Pflugerville at uh, some Mexican restaurant that I've never been before. Yeah. And I was literally getting out of the car to go to Great dinner with my buddy. wife. And I was like, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that Florida showcase yep. in December. Yep. Yeah, December showcase. our last game of the season, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't even know why I tried to make the play that I did, but I went up for it off a cross and um, got bumped in the air. When I came back down, my ACL just completely disintegrated, I think. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, that started that whole process. And it was crazy because when I was there, like, so many people tested my, like, ACL at that point. And, again, that was my first one, so I probably looked like I was, like, I sounded like I was being, like, brutally murdered. I was screaming so hard and, like having a whole meltdown and I had no idea what was going on but 
Um, so many people tested it, like every trainer there, yeah. and they were all like, it's not your ACL, like you're fine. Like it's it's something with your knee, but not your ACL. And I think it's just because my entire body was clenched so hard yeah. that I like, my body wasn't letting them like yeah, actually, feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so then I came home and was like waiting for the results, and I remember my mom like, probably calling me and was just like it's it is your ACL and it, it was gone I mean there was nothing left it wasn't even like it split like it was just gone um and so that was just like <laughs> hey, what do we do now? yeah that started that started the whole just like okay well what happens now because I had never I mean I don't think I had ever knock on wood been injured before Again, that point I've known you your whole youth career I don't think, I don't think not a major not, ever. nothing, nothing no, more no, than no, a, no. a week setback not at all like and yeah. so that was just a complete 360 I yeah. think and um, and I was very much in my I like to say in my prime at the time sure. I was doing probably the best I had ever done and we had yeah. just come off my the national championship yeah, exactly. my exactly. junior, junior year, year. Yeah, summer, literally the summer before yeah. that and yeah. so I was very much in a great place and was so ready for college knew yeah. that was going to be just a great transition and, and I was there and ready to go and things like that and so then once that happened, it was just kind of like, whoa. Yeah. And I think, but I think I, again, I, when I talk to people to this day, I, I wouldn't take it back. Like, I think my injury, like, changed. It matured me a lot. And I think I was already very mature for my age at the time. But I yeah. think it matured me in a different way of, like, understanding that soccer and sports isn't your entire life. Yeah. And I think when you do it your entire life, you think that's like, it, yeah. and to this day, I still have people in college that like haven't had a major injury yet. And they come up to me and they're like, I couldn't, I don't know what I would do yeah. if I couldn't play soccer or if I like did get an injury like that. And it's just like, that scares me for them. But yeah, I, but exactly. I think going through it and realizing that like, it really isn't your whole life. And like, once you do finish, like you have to not play anymore and like yeah. go into the real world and like have a job and things like that. And like, yeah. it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, it was a it was obviously a very hard adjustment being going into being a freshman in college and like not being able to play what you've done your whole life and yeah. having to learn how to adjust to that and yeah. being in pain and learning how to do rehab for three to four hours yeah. every day and like we, we spent the spring Yeah, like, I came and trained twice, with you. twice like twice a week yeah. at least doing Just trying work. to do other things and Keep, keeping you somehow fit, yeah. right? And because you're obviously in, in, in PT the whole time. Then you go into the fall. Yeah, and so then I went in and I was getting back into it. I had gotten it into about seven or eight months. And at so that point. the was timing close, was the timing close. was was kind of perfect. Yeah. So we thought. And yeah, exactly. I had torn it in December. The ten to twelve month range that they like want you to be in was yeah. summer and, yeah. and going into September ish, which is right when season starts yeah. for the fall. And so everyone was like, "You'll probably be good. Like yeah. you might miss a few of the preseason games, yeah. but like." Timing wise, it really might it's not be that big of a it's deal. Probably, if you're gonna do it, do, don't do it, it anyway. Yes, yeah. and yeah, I yeah. I heard that a lot, and so I was like, you know what? Like, fair enough. I'll get stronger, and I think you're you get a lot stronger going through a rehab like that than I was before. So I definitely True. gotten overall True. a ton you never stronger. Never had any time to, to yeah. really devote to that kind of stuff. Right, but, and yeah. so doing that, I was getting back into it and was starting to do goalkeeper stuff and feeling really great and moving really great, and then. My first, like, actual practice back, the very first one, we started doing small-sided stuff, and that was my first, like, goalkeeper, full-on, like, in goal, going back, whatever, and yeah. um, I think it was first, like, 30 minutes. I was going to make a save, and it just just popped and just went out on me again, and I went down, and 
I remember it didn't even hurt. Like, I, it, I wasn't yeah, really, like, I was in a little pain, but it really yeah. was not nowhere near the first time. Yeah. But I just burst into tears because I knew, right. I knew yeah. that I had torn it again. Yeah, yeah. And I remember laying there being like, I can't, I don't think I can do this again. Like, yeah. I really don't, I don't. And I, and during my first one, I remember telling people and even telling myself, like, if you tear it again, like, I think you might need to be done. Like, yeah. I don't think... Like, the mental side really sure. was, it took a very yeah. big toll on me. And, I, and so, in my head and, like, to people, I was like, I really don't know if I ever did anything again that I would be able to come back from it. Yeah. I just didn't, yeah, yeah. it just didn't feel realistic. And I just, after everything, the, and, like, understanding what all went into an ACL and, like, the, everything, I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then yeah. I, I went down, and, and I hadn't even gotten to come back. And, and yeah. it was one of those things that I was like, well, you know, you didn't get a chance. Yeah, you never really, had a, yeah. yeah you still and so then it shot. felt unfair yeah. to, my, to me and to like the recovery yeah. and just yeah, yeah. everything to like give up without yeah. getting a chance to like do it again. And yeah. so I was like, all right, well, I guess we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna start the process over. So then, yeah, back to back, got my next surgery with down in Pensacola with Dr. Andrews, which was amazing. And yeah. I, it, I mean. I don't think I'd be where I am now if I wouldn't have gotten this from him. There's the there's the there's the the, uh, unspoken benefits of being at a Power Five D one school where like the resources they have to take care of you in that way are like oh by the way this is the world's leading surgeon that we're gonna have working on your ACL today. Right, and I had gotten a different surgery. I had gotten my hamstring graft the first time, and then I obviously tore that, and so then I got the patella tendon the next time, and. Dr. Andrews walked in and he was like, you know, like the hamstring, the piece that they just happened to take just wasn't, it wasn't strong enough. And, yeah. and so he was like, no matter what you really did, like it just wasn't going to get, yeah. it wasn't going to get any better. And he was yeah. like, it, it would have torn at some point. Yeah. And honestly, it's probably a good thing that it tore right you, when you were when, starting back yeah, so that yeah. you weren't like getting into a year or two of playing yeah. and it tears. And then you're yeah. kind of like almost done with college yeah. and having to decide what you're going to do. And so. I was like, I guess if you put it that way, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. And that's, again, that's why he's, like, who he is. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know, like, he's working on NFL running backs, right? You know, oh, I know. I, I remember I went in at, like, 5 a.m. to go get it, and yeah. he walks in to talk to me, and he's like, you know, like, we just had an NFL player come in, like, I'm going to do him really fast and, like, push yours back, and then we'll get you in right after. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. Well, I mean, yeah. who is it? Can yeah. I get a signature or something? Like, yeah. 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 But, yeah, so, but, no, he was, I mean, I've been great ever since, and yeah. obviously I'm I'm still playing to to yeah. this day, and yeah. so, but yeah, it was a very long two year process of coming back, and um, sophomore year was kind of that like adjustment period of trying to learn how to play goalkeeper in a ACL brace yeah. and how to adjust to moving the way that I used to, and and the diving and hitting the ground was different. I yeah. like my brace would get stuck in the ground, yeah. and like that, it was just a whole. So that whole year was kind of more of like a just relearning how to do everything and adjust to the brace and things like that. And then this past fall was probably my first semester of or like season of being yeah, fully back, fully no back. brace, like yeah. just full go, yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling back to myself, like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, that was a whole experience. And I, I again, I and whenever my roommate tore hers after I did mine, and, and a couple other people on my team had, and and I would just I just remember telling them like it does, it is awful. Like, it is yeah. something that very much is yeah. so hard, and it's going to be hard, and it's going to be just a mental, like, roller coaster. But I was like, it really does, like, make you grow up and, like, mature and, and think about, like, how soccer really doesn't have to be yeah. 
it's okay to kind of like I think it's gonna be a lot easier for me once I am done to sure, kind of like transition, transition into that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, instead of being able to play and have this great experience and play all four years, never get off the field and then like yeah. go into the real world and be like, Oh my gosh, like what is, what, is what do now? I do now yeah, with all this time? And that glimpse into like right. a world without yes. sport. And no, yeah. knowing what to do and how to manage your time yeah. and find different things to put your time into That's a and, good point. Yeah. and different things like that. So I think it it was a very great learning experience and something that I I think helped me as a person yeah. and I've grown as a person from it, but when you look at it from the soccer piece, it was very it's much devastating. Yeah. 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 So at this point now, so we're we're up to that point, um, and you have decided to leave. I did. Yeah. So yeah, I've been in Auburn. Talk a little bit through that yeah. process and kind of where we're going with that, and 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 the the new entity that is the portal, right? This is something intriguing to me because it's it's all the rage in the sports world with college sports, and we hear a lot about with football, obviously, because it's the, the one college sport that's covered the most. Right. But it's across the board, every sport. So let's talk a little bit about this this transitional piece, because again, we're transitioning again, which is almost a theme. Yeah, <laughs> transition. It is. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. We'll be in a constant place. But yeah. Yeah. So. I've been at Auburn the past three years, and um, obviously I loved I loved everything about yeah. being there. But it was again I think with my ACL and the timing and both of them and yeah. the timing and just kind of where I was at at the time, it just put me a little bit behind where I wanted to be going in. And yeah. and obviously there were other girls in my position, and obviously, they yeah. they obviously had to take the spot when I I was Good. injured. And yeah. so um, you know they they found a very comfortable place there, and and had been doing well and fair enough and I love them and I'm so proud of her and I yeah. I continue to like watch her and, and cheer her on and stuff but yeah. it was just kind of one of those things where um like I said now like my junior year I, I feel like how I did in high school and, and back in club and which was my like I like to say my Your prime yeah, yeah, my yeah. peak yeah, yeah. but yeah and so I'm starting to finally feel back to that point again and the way I can move and and play the game and stuff like that and so it was kind of to the point now where for Auburn, they already kind of had a goalkeeper set for the rest of our time. And yeah. and I was, I'm, I'm where I am at now and yeah. I want to play and I know I'm good enough to. And yeah. so it was one of those things. It was a very hard decision. But after the fall, it was just, it was just my time, I think, to kind of see what else was out there for me. And, yeah. and um, so I went in right after season and told my coaches my situation and just kind of how I was feeling. And they were very supportive of it. And, um, and obviously were sad to see me go yeah. and, and try to look for something else, but they were very understanding yeah. of my situation. And yeah. so, yeah, I got into the portal and, oh my gosh, it felt like high school all over again. Like yeah, how, just, yeah, how do you get, like, you have to, you have to apply. Yeah, right? well, so, so I, the process for itself. me, yeah, so, so for me, when I went There's in and I told them, and right, portal, and I had no idea what I, what I was getting into yeah. when I, um, when I did it, but I, um, yeah, I just went into them and I was like, you know, like, I think I would like to have my name be put in and. Um, I was like, I just, you know, I just feel like it's one of those things that it's kind of my time to go see if there's something else out there for me. I, I love them and the program and yeah. wouldn't trade that for the world, but it was just, you know, I think I'm ready to play and, yeah. and see how that goes. And so, yeah, so the portal opened, I guess, November 8th, maybe. And, um, and I had to fill out some paperwork with compliance and things like that. Okay. And then compliance was just like once, like after you're done with the paperwork and stuff like that, once the portal opens on the 8th. Um, your name just automatically gets put in. 
Okay. And I'm not exactly sure what all goes into yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. your profile when a coach yeah. like sees your name in there. I don't. I'm guessing it'd be like your your grad year. Yeah. How many years left of eligibility? Which at that and point you have three. I have three. Yeah. Because after, you need yeah. yeah. So I have <laughs> a good few so years. As but a junior, you still have, I have three. three years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. So then my name went in on the eighth, and then but from there it was really just um, schools reaching out to me through email or my phone number. And then me, if I wanted to reach out to them, kind of just like emailing different schools or um, reaching out to people who I might have had like their number beforehand from like yeah. recruiting in high school and so things like that. they're contacting you it, rather than like a, a, an online site or something like that. Yeah. They're actually contacting you directly. Yeah, okay. directly. Yeah, okay. through like email or, or phone calls and things like that. So yeah, I started getting some emails from some smaller schools and then some bigger ones slowly started coming in. And even my coaches like helped me um, get in contact with some people and the people at Lone Star helped me get yeah. in contact with some people yeah. um, and things like that and so yeah it was just kind of talking to a few people and trying to keep in touch and then I just remember like all of a sudden in my email I was scrolling through just seeing if anyone had reached out that day or if I had missed anything and I kind of went over an email and I was it said Louisiana Lafayette and I was like huh like that sounds familiar yeah. and I clicked on it and I um, the assistant coach emailed me and was just like, hey, like, we'd love to talk to you about our program. This is kind of where we're at with our, like, goalkeeper situation and our background of, like, the team and yeah. and their history and things like that. And she was like, just, you know, if you're interested, reach out, give me a call, whatever. And so um, I remember being like, you know, like, this could be a really good connection to have. And, and one of our old, my old friends at Lone Star, yeah. we were never on the same team, but I played with her a ton, Lucy, and, and she was there. And I was like, okay, well, like, I know someone there. And, yeah. uh and whatever, and I just, you know, one of those things that's like, at the time, you're just kind of trying to build relationships and just have... No, you're just trying to use yeah. options. Yeah. And so I emailed her back, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'd love to, to jump on a phone call with you at some point and just kind of talk through stuff. Anyways, and we jumped on a call, and I remember we talked for probably like 45 minutes to an hour about just everything. Yeah. And the program, the school, me, like, my uh, major, all that good stuff, and then... Um, we were just kind of like, oh, yeah, we'll keep in touch and things like that. And then all of a sudden she texted me and was like, my, uh, like, our head coach wants to talk to you. Like, whenever you get a chance, let's, if you want, if you're interested, do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, send over transcripts. We'll kind of just see what, if things would transfer, mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. you're looking credits-wise, things like that. Um, with my major, just different, yeah. all, the, all the good stuff. Yeah. And so, um I just continued to kind of keep in touch with them while also talking to some other like smaller schools and yeah. and some other schools like Pepperdine, SFA, like you know the some of the ones that I talked to before and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I remember I was driving home for Thanksgiving break um, from Auburn and I was like halfway moving, halfway not. Just yeah. I figured it'd be easiest to like take things home and then yeah. if I did decide to like stay, then I could stay and bring my stuff back. And if I didn't, then I could like go elsewhere and already yeah. be moved out and things like that so yeah. I was like half moving back and we're driving home and um me and the head coach hop on a call and I it was so funny I he, we answer the phone and he just sounds so excited he's like hi yeah. like he just sounds like yeah. he's so excited and and I we talked for again probably like an hour and they're just those people that you just like fall into just, just talk, yes and you're just yeah. talking about yeah. everything yeah. um and so super easy to talk to him and again we kind of just went over everything that I went over with the head coach and or with the assistant coach and and just kind of all that good stuff and he was like we'd love to have you for a visit like at some point yeah before you make a decision if we're if yeah. um you're able to and we're still really on like your 
your roster of yeah, like yeah. schools and yeah, stuff like that yeah, and I was yeah, like yeah. no like I'd love to come visit I yeah. feel like being able to visit a school is very important and Absolutely. like if the campus and just the people and everything like would fit with you and so um I'm sure short I went in and visited going home for Christmas break because it's on the way home sure um stopped there went and visited and oh my gosh I don't think I ever quit laughing <laughs> or like smiling or That's joking cool. around like we talked the whole time, me and the head coach, like, we're walking campus, and he's supposed to be showing me buildings, and we're just, like, having conversations about, like, his practices, and him, and us, and just, like, everything, and um, it was so much fun, and I met up with Lucy, and we had lunch, and um, just talked about her experience there, and, yeah. and their new coaching staff, and That's so right, yeah. um, they had just been there, I think, just this past fall was their first actual fall, and yeah. so I talked to her about that, and how she felt about them, and and the girls and the program and just everything like that and um it was just kind of one of those things where it just felt like there wasn't anything wrong yeah and, um, that's cool everything just felt like it was it was very much falling into place find your reason no, to not not at all yeah. and so um and the goalkeeper situation happened to fall very well for me yeah. and um you know starting with a new a new coaching staff they had some to let some people go and, and yep. some people graduated and things like that. So, yep. I mean, there was an open, I mean, there's no out in the spring, I'll be the only yeah. goalkeeper there. And yeah. so, long story short, the, the, the visit was great. And obviously, they offered me at the end of the visit. And I took a few days, went on vacation with my family and just kind of talked through it all, prayed about it, different things like that. And then um, at the end of the vacation, I remember him calling me because he, I had the visit like a Wednesday or Thursday. And, yeah. and he was like, if you are going to commit, we kind of need to know by around, like, Monday, um, just because the schools are closing down for break. Like, yeah, we'd like to know where we're at. Right, and, yeah. and if you're going to come, we need you to, like, apply to the school, get all the stuff filled out, like, get, make sure you're you're in there before um, the school closes down. And so I remember he called me on Sunday. I'm still on vacation. Yeah. And I was going to call him on Sunday at some point. I was about to text him and reach out. But he called me on Sunday, and he's like, so, like, are there any concerns? Like, do you have any questions? Like, you and your mom, like, after talking that I can answer? Things like that. And I was just like, oh, no. Like, um, I was like, you know what? We've talked about it, and I've prayed about it, and I really think that Louisiana is kind of, like, where I'm supposed to be, and I think that's yeah. a part of my plan. And so I was like, you know, if, if y'all ha will have me, I'd love to come. Yeah. And he, I mean, I was <laughs> so sweet, was so excited um, he was like, you're going to have fun. You're going to enjoy soccer. You're going to like, awesome. you're, you're going to play like you're, it's going to be a great experience for you. We're going to yeah. take care of you and, yeah. and all that good yeah. stuff. And so, um, so yeah, I ended up committing, I guess a few weeks ago now, three, yeah. or, three or four. And, yeah. um, so yeah, Louisiana Lafayette is, is where I'll be in the spring. So now that we're getting close to that, I'm having to figure out what I'm going to move back yeah. and getting my apartment yeah. figured out and things like that. But um, but yeah, he's so sweet, and yeah. I mean, I've already met his family, and he has little young children, and I was like, I will, I will love to babysit if you yeah. ever need a babysitter, because yeah, yeah. that's my, my, um, oh my gosh, love children, but, yeah. but yeah, and so I think it's going to be a very great experience. I'm very excited. It's, it's the, the, the portal as a concept has been very interesting, because I think it's gotten some, there's, there's obviously, I think your story is the, the positive, like, what it's intended for, probably. Right. There's some other, there's some other, you know, kind of feelings about it where people are just jumping ship every semester, right? And whether they're looking for whatever, more playing time, more, more, a more prestigious program, or, or whatever. More often than not, it's going to be more playing time, right? Obviously, um, but it just, it's, it seems to be a very interesting topic right now, and 
um, I'm definitely happy to have that time to talk about it because it's, I think your story is what it's intended to be yeah. realistically. Right. And, and, and it's, you, you lost time through no fault of your own mm -hmm. in reality. And, and technically, you haven't lost time. Yeah. Yeah. The last year. Uh, yeah, you lost. But, but. It's, it's like, but the situation you were going to walk back into at Auburn probably wasn't going to be what you needed it to be necessarily, or even, I don't want to use the word deserves, right? But right. Like, you, you clearly were going there in this position to, to compete for one. Right. To compete for to be the one. You, you, you know, like, probably would have been the one without the situations right. happening the way they fell, especially the, the first one, mm -hmm. right? So to feel like you're back into your prime and to be like, okay, now I'm back in my peak prime and I know I can walk in and be a starter somewhere and to now be in a position where you basically are, yeah. I think that's what, and, and, and with a program where like, they want you mm -hmm. to be there. Yes. Right? That's, that's, it's huge. Yeah. I think that's probably what it's intended for. Yeah, and I, I mean, we don't get access to obviously seeing like, exactly what the portal is, but yeah. I heard there were a ton of girls in there yeah. after even just the fall, which I thought would have been a better time for me to go in. I didn't think as many people were going to be in there sure. in the middle of the year. Yeah, it's, sure. it's complicated, and there's a lot that goes into it, and, yeah. and um, whatever, and so I yeah. really wasn't expecting there to be as many as there were, and I just remember hearing from different people and, and different things like that that, like, it was... It was very crowded in there, and yeah. so and that made me nervous because sure, I was because like, "Oh, yeah." Again, your position already has like, only and goalkeeper is just something that's field, right? right. It's yeah. very different. Once schools have a set goalkeeper, it's usually yeah. very rare unless there's an injury that like yeah. you get you get anyone yeah. else gets minutes in yeah. those years, and so yeah, that was very stressful too. But uh, yeah, it very much worked out the way that I think it was meant to Absolutely. and I think this will be a very great experience I'm super excited yeah. I think and being able to go in in the spring and kind of adjust and exactly you're going in into off season right, right? You, you're going to be able to keep getting stronger right in the way because you're going to be in the way more than you would be in the fall yeah. I imagine right and then you have a full semester to train yeah with them prior to preseason mm -hmm. and to get to know how like you said again as your position to full circle this conversation I get to know how each one of these yeah. girls likes to be spoken to, what tactical information I need to learn before we go into a, a live yeah. scenario. You know, you'll have scrimmages against other teams across the area probably, but mm -hmm. it's not, you have a good amount of time to put everything, you know, kind of into process and understand how it needs to work yeah. going into a season where it matters. Mm -hmm. And I get to yeah. learn, like, I feel like I get to kind of learn the coaches as well, and I think yeah. the team's doing that too, so I feel like it puts us all at a very even level and I think coming in in the spring and being able to have the newcomers that come in or different transfers and me and then yeah. the coaching staff still learning the team that they already have and, yeah. and things like that I think it'll be a very good like spot for all of us to be in and then uh, we can kind of just adjust in the spring and get things figured out and then by the fall be ready to go and yeah. and yeah I think they're trying to build a really great program and then I feel like it's super cool to be able to be a part of yeah. Who's trying to build like yeah. yeah, and so yeah. knowing that I'll get to be a part of a program that's being built by a new staff and yeah. and trying to, you know, get to a point where we're like winning yeah. conference championships yeah, and yeah. like that's really cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited. That's cool. Um, that's really cool. To be able to have the chance to do that cuz I yeah. think I I've been dying to have that chance to kind of be able to make a difference off on the field rather yeah. than just off of it. Yeah. It goes, goes back to the sense of responsibility you have yeah. right already like and, and 
that's what that's another small thing that's lost yeah. when you're injured that you don't really think about or isn't really kind of put out there so much is that like your sense of like I'm responsible to this team. I right. want I'm fighting for this team every single time I'm on the field and now I'm not on the field for two years. Yeah. And I have all this passion that doesn't get to really be right. put into the place it needs to be put into. Yeah, and it was one of those and things like off the field I was able to like like they made me feel a part of it. I yeah. mean I, I I did the team prayer before every game. Yeah. I um, was right next to the coaches like yeah. on, during every game like I I was very much stayed involved and things yeah. like that, but it was just again like we had talked about, like one of those things where I was I was back to myself and mm-hmm. and it, it was it's been a very hard adjustment trying to manage my feelings of like wanting to play and be able to yeah. help make a difference on the field Correct. and not being able to, yeah. and so um, yeah, I feel like I was starting to just really I don't want to say not enjoy soccer because I think I've always enjoyed it, but I think. It was becoming more of a chore, like a job, well, having to come out and train every day and do all the things, and then and then you're not getting anything out right. of it, right? Like that's and again, that's that's it's no one's fault necessarily. Yeah. That's the case, right? It's just, it just it's was the way it felt, yeah. And you're, it, it, yeah, exactly. If you're if you're putting in some to something, anything, your job, your sport, your your, your relationship, and you're not getting at least the same amount right. back out of it again. It starts to wear. Yeah. It absolutely starts to wear on you, no matter the intentions or, yeah. or, or the context. And that's most likely what you're feeling is the fact that like I'm I'm putting in all this time to get myself back, and for no one's fault, I'm not able yeah. to get back what I want to right. put in. And so it's not it's not balanced. Yeah. And so now you get that balance back. I do. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's awesome. <laughs> um, let's kind of wrap it up with a little bit of I don't know, I want to say kind of two things two things, either funny story from from youth, I always catch people on this one or, you know any, any kind of words of wisdom that you've been given or that you follow right? something that kind of ties it up with like, here's kind of what I live by when things go bad you know, stuff like that yeah. anything along those lines I think you kind of take away I know. I'll try to think of a funny story. Yeah, but, that's fair. But, um, no, I just think that it should be talked about more the mental side of transitioning from club to college. And okay. then I think the expectation from club to college, I think sometimes players get the wrong idea of, like, what they're getting into or they expect more than they're going to get. And yeah. so then it's a disappointment or it, it – it makes it a lot harder when they do get into college when they're not getting the minutes they want or they're struggling with, like, the workouts or they're struggling with, like, the bond with the coaches and, and the players and things like that. I think it's it's better to have an open mind and, and just adjust, adapt and adjust as you go. Okay. Um, yeah. And kind of just have a baseline of, like, I'm going in and I'm just going to focus on myself yeah. and I'm going to, like – be a great teammate and I'm going to do whatever but if things aren't going my way not to let it kind of tear you apart because I think uh, I mean obviously I went in injured so it was a little different for me but I've also seen people that aren't injured and just kind of adjusting to like you play every minute of club you're very hyped in club yeah and you're built up you're kind of catered to in a way and then your coaches are very involved like you're very much it's just a very different I think sometimes we, I've talked about this before, but people like I think that it's a wake up call yeah. 
for a lot of people, and I'm sure it's across the board with other sports too. Even in football, you know, you're 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 the guy, you're the quarterback, yeah. you're the receiver, you're whatever, and like you're hyped up, and all of a sudden you go into a program where you're now the small fish in the bigger pond. You know, with club soccer, you you know, you're paying them, right? Right. So then their job, not just to coach you, but it's also manage that, that you're happy, yeah, because they need to keep you there, right? Right. You're obviously a, a talented player, so they want to keep you happy. You're getting tons of minutes, and then all of a sudden, that pond becomes an ocean, right? Or now, especially a power five school like mm-hmm. Auburn or Alabama or Texas is recruiting from across the country, and now that pond gets much bigger, yeah. And all of a sudden. They're paying you, whether whether it's just books or tuition or board, and now there's an expectation yeah. that you have to if you if you can't do it, I don't have to teach you how to do it. Yeah, I can go over here and pull this person. Right. they can just do it for you because yeah. they can do it. Exactly. And you're no longer being coached the same way. I right. Yeah. So I feel like that's probably understanding the biggest thing. that concept yeah. right? and being more okay with it, and I it comes with just. I think just dealing with it and yeah. going through it and, yeah, sure. and having to adjust as you go. But, um, but yeah, and then I think just not taking the years for granted. Like, it's really weird thinking that, like, next year I'll be senior and, yeah. and done with my at least undergrad. Yeah, and, and yeah, thankfully yeah. I do have extra years because of COVID yeah. and injuries. But, like, without that, I mean, a regular – anyone else after my age doesn't yeah. have a COVID year. And, yeah. and obviously if you don't get redshirted or injured, like, yeah. you're – you're done done. and and time just goes by so fast and so I think it's just not taking for granted anything and then just being able to enjoy everything like if what if you mess up or have a bad day just like let it go yeah and just still be able to enjoy because it just goes by so fast and just trying to balance I think being able to have a college experience and have a soccer like d1 like experience as well like I think that's also something that I would like I still have years, so I can do yeah, that. But do that, yeah. but for people that don't, I think it's very easy to get wrapped up in just the college soccer and and the time consuming of how that is. And then by the time you're done with your four years, you're like, I never got to yeah. experience college. Yeah. And like what what all goes into college and all the fun things that happen there and being yeah. involved in just that kind of stuff. And so I think that's also something that people coming in should try to do is yeah. try to find a more of a balance. I yeah, think. It's fair. Um, which I've gone to with my injury and things like that, but yeah. being able to have time to, to throw in different things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just managing time and stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't know. Stories are hard. I always I throw know. that out there at the end when people are like, eh. I just know there's so many funny stories yeah. from club with me, but I just, like, that's <laughs> all right. But, yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you. Of course. So happy fun. to be here. Yeah. I always love that when you come back. I know. One of the very few that I'm <laughs> so happy to have come back and like train with you. I know. I plan when I'm yeah. like getting close to coming back. I'm like, oh, I gotta text him and let him know I'm coming yeah. and he can squeeze me yeah, in. I think this point. last time we literally like I was. I think <laughs> I texted you or one of us texted and the other one was just thinking. Yes, about it. you did. Yeah. You texted me and I was yeah. like, I was just about to reach yeah. out. Like I'm about to be home if you yeah. have any time to squeeze me. Yeah, of course, of course. But awesome. Well, thanks yeah. for doing this. Of course. Yeah, Guys, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. Hey guys, Coach Tim here. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. If you could, do me a favor. Go ahead and write a review. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It really is a great way for other people to find our podcast. Feel free to share it with your friends and any parent you think that might get some benefit out of hearing these stories, and uh, we'll keep sharing it with you guys. Thanks a lot. Take care.